0: you asked for it here it is it's a podcast from apathetic enthusiasm
1: coming to you live from the most wonderful time of the year with rickle bears what's rickle bears it doesn't matter it's the finale it's here and this is of course the one the only interdimensional rss the unofficial rick and morty podcast rickle bears
0: rickleberries no not berries bears <laughs> oh, oh ricklebears that's right <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, uh <laughs> hey everybody i'm travis <laughs>
1: hey everybody i'm brandon and if you are listening to this on your podcast app of choice you missed the 30 40 minutes of brandon effing everything else up <laughs> before the show starts so welcome it's going to be a great episode i can't I can't i cannot wait uh, So let's get right into it. Social media, Travis. Take it. Take yeah, it away. It's, it's the finale.
0: It's the finale. Right. So so last episode of season six. But that doesn't mean, you know, we should stop hanging out. Right. If you if you want to follow us on on the social medias, you can do that on Twitter at Rick and Morty pod or over on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash Rick and Morty podcast uh, on Instagram, Rick and Morty podcast or send us an email with your your thoughts, your concerns over at Podcast at gmail.com. Uh we're over on the subreddits rickandmorty.reddit.com and our subreddit, rickandmortypodcast.reddit.com. You can also go to our website, rickandmortypod.com, where you can get all of our episodes, including the bat catalog and uh you know, I don't know, the picture of us eating pickles. It's all it's all there. It's fine. Uh we're streaming live. We're streaming live right now over at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. If you are following us over there uh you can get notifications when we go live or or when one only one of us is ready to go live and the other one is struggling with connection issues and things like that um it's great time it's a great time make sure to follow us over on twitch uh or you can catch recorded video versions of the podcast over on youtube youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm if you're watching on youtube thanks so much for, for checking out the show like subscribe do all those important things over there are you good? Can yeah, no, you hear Brandon? Yeah, no, I can are... I
1: can hear fine. Don't don't you know don't talk to me, no. you know, about okay. being ready. No,
0: no talking to Brandon. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> A very special thank you to all of our supporters over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thanks to everybody that supports the show uh, financially over at Patreon. You guys are the real MVP. Thank you so much for supporting us this season and every season, and in between the seasons, even sometimes. Uh, Brandon, social media's done. Social media. Stuff. You're you're looking very clear and connected right now. The Timo hat is is giving you a weird sort of energy.
1: <laughs> I I had I had to make it up somewhere. So what do they say? Hey, funny hat. <laughs> funny, funny, mm-hmm. funny, hat changes everything. Um, I was gonna, that's I was gonna, the way I was gonna do like maybe just a like a fishing like a fisher's, fisherman's hat, but I decided no, no, that's not funny enough. Let's do a Timo hat, which yeah, isn't funny yeah. if you're a League I'm, of Legends fan. I'm
0: fishing, Brandon. <laughs> uh, I, I'm totally different than that other Brandon. Uh, I have zero interest in taking over the world.
1: Dumb. I hate Dumb. myself. Dumb.
0: Uh, all right. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of, uh, for us to talk about. Uh, so let's get right into our first segment, a segment we like to call semi pertinent News.
1: A bit of those jingle bears in the background. Oh, semi pertinent news
0: this Christmas time.
1: <laughs> All right, that's good. Uh, welcome to semi pertinent yes. news. That we're we're trying to get into the the holiday spirit here before right. we get into the holiday spirit. So let's start off with this first story. Very semi pertinent. Uh, pertinent to the finale last night. After the finale, this video was shown. It was the Adult Swim Yule Log, and right. you know, the, there's been variations of the Yule Log uh, a little bit of everywhere. Over on Shutter, they have like the Ghoul
0: Log when it's when it's
1: Halloween. Ghoul Log, yeah, the Ghoul Log. Uh, but uh,
0: Adult Swim got into the action. Sounds like a Russian prison.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, oh, I
1: see. Or a soup? Is it is goulash? Soup? I don't know. Anyway. This, uh, this this hour yeah. it's an hour and a half thing. Travis, you take it away. You're the one who wrote this down. I want you to take it away.
0: Yeah. So um if you if you watched the premiere or, or the finale um live, then you may have seen this Yule log. It was a surprise uh airing uh right after the finale. And uh yeah, so it starts off like a traditional Yule log sort of video where it's basically a tight shot of a fireplace with some holiday music playing in the background. Uh, there's a title screen that says adult swim, you log. Right. And it's, um, very unsuspecting. Uh, but after about a minute or so, uh, suddenly somebody comes into frame and you hear somebody talking, it's like a cleaning lady. She's going to be cleaning up this place. Um, and then from there it takes a very dark turn and, um, after after not very long, about five minutes, uh, it, it, you start to realize that this is not your traditional Yule log. It is, in fact, an hour and a half long horror film directed by Casper Kelly, uh, who brought us the classic Too Many Cooks, uh, which if you have not seen Too Many Cooks from Adult Swim, highly recommend going to watch Too Many Cooks. Uh, but yeah, this was a full length horror film surprise airing, uh, on adult swim. If you missed it and you have an HBO max subscription, you can go out right now to HBO max and watch this. Um, I, I, I honestly feel like there were probably a lot of people who watched the finale and they were like, Oh, they're just going to show a burning log for the next hour. (laughs) Cool. I guess I'll see what's on another channel. Um, really? I don't know. I've watched probably the first 10 minutes of it and it's, it's interesting. I'm, I am intrigued and will potentially watch the rest of it. Um, Oh, but I don't have a podcast to record.
1: That was, that was my, that was going to be my next question is, is were you, were you going to stick with it? Were you going to go back and and watch the rest of it? And, and I got my answer. I don't even have to ask you because
0: you already told me. You don't need to ask me questions. Uh, I did the last half hour by myself in chat. Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, what, yeah, that's good. I'm proud. I'm proud um, of you. I'm proud did of you, you get a
0: chance to check out anything or read anything about this yet? Because I, I know you were busy last night uh, with foosball. Um, well, but, but did you get a chance to see any of it?
1: I'm so glad you asked, Travis. Because in my email today from Adult Swim, they put out their presser, which which pushed it out there talking about the Yule Log, being by Casper mm-hmm. Kelly, getting you know the the press kit stuff. You know, I saw his picture. I read his bio. It was pretty impress. Pretty impressive. Um. And uh, also in the in the subreddit, people were posting in like the post episode discussion about like what the hell's going on with this yule yule log thing. (laughs) Uh, But once I saw this from Casper Kelly, the too many cooks dude, I was like, all right, you know, they say too many cooks can spoil the broth, but I don't know, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Not with
0: not with Casper. I'm gonna have to watch that like as soon as we're done with this episode.
1: (laughs) uh so anyway i but i will i will check it out seeing that it's like an hour and a half and i did you put in here full length horror film and so i'm like okay like is it full length is it like hulu after dark full length meaning like an hour long no it's it's an hour and hour and a half i would consider
0: that a full length movie i would too personally Uh, i would too
1: smile i think is like an hour and an hour and a half um Nope was longer, but that's more like I don't know if it's real horror. It's not pure horror anyway. The great movie. Okay. Moving yeah, on. So there you
0: go. A movie for you that's semi pertinent to Rick and Morty.
1: Yeah. In adulthood. And by the way, a horror movie that Travis has seen more of than I.
0: There you go. Not for long. <laughs> not, not for long.
1: Uh, the, the next bit of news hey, if you haven't gotten your, your, your loved one a Game Pass subscription, do it now for christmas because high on life do do is out now. on game pass that's right it just came out to today um you can check it out it's royland's new game from from squanch games is and
0: that today i thought yeah. it was tomorrow yeah well I can't wait okay is, is today the 12th today's the 12th it's out today it's out today uh by the time you're listening to this unless you're watching us live or 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 <laughs> you could just leave the live stream now and go download it that's fine too we would we wouldn't I think less of you. Um, yeah, I, I will have to download this. Uh, should I download it on my Xbox, or do you think I can download it on my PC? Uh,
1: you can do both, Travis.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm giving you that. I'll permission. do both.
1: Thanks. I'll you do a- both. I mean, you you ask and I give because it's the spirit of the the it's season. The spirit of giving, mm-hmm. giving mm-hmm. Game Pass. Uh, uh, so, yeah. anyways, go do go do that uh, on your your free. Spare time, which is probably right now, because we're a part of that. That unless you're
0: at work, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. In which but, case, I don't know. Set up remote downloads on your console so you can download <laughs> it from work.
1: Yeah, as I do as a, between board game arena and 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 real work. Okay. Before we go into the the thing that we do after this, the semi perp thing, the main one, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there's there's something special, and this is a very special moment. We haven't seen it in weeks. But today, we're bringing it back. That's right, everybody. It's the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute.
0: Dan! That's right. Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. (laughs) He's back. He's alive, everybody. Uh, That's right. All all hope was lost for, for a brief period of time. But then, two days ago... Uh, maybe three days out of yeah. nowhere out yeah. of nowhere yeah four four days ago hitting as a us, matter of fact hitting us right in the uh, face with with an update we had a a post from dan a uh, very simple caption that just says uh me what's more gorgeous than an empty bar at christmas time mark at foxfire room owner customers <laughs> That's right. Customers are are more beautiful than the empty bar. Um, yeah, just like out of the blue, uh, Dan was posting again. All posts uh, from the same bar over over a few <laughs> consecutive days. Uh, Dan trying to avoid soccer because one, it cares what you call it, uh, but two, it's a sport with red flags for me. And you know, anyway, uh, he posted about the World Cup. He talked about like France losing or something like that. Um, anyway, Ooh, and he's drink. is that he's drinking a dirty martini there? Yeah, it is a martini. Oh. That's right. Uh, he was so happy to be drinking unstirred martinis, uh, which they believe were the most British drink, but they can't confirm that. Um, anyway, uh, he was hoping that that post would give a Dan Harmon world cup bump. Uh, and it did not, uh, the team, uh, lost anyway. Um, but anyway, can, yeah. Can I, can I, good. can I put a, a a thought out
1: there real quick? We don't have to linger Absolutely. on it, but here's what I want to say. I've had stirred martinis. I've had shaken martinis. I've had just martinis where I put the shot and then shot and shot and shot. They all, they all kind of taste the same to me. I guess my, my palate's not refined for it. I think, I think with the shaken, you get maybe some ice chips to it. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's that's part of it.
0: I I would feel like shaking would dilute the cocktail slightly, uh, while also lowering the temperature.
1: Was shaking it? No. Oh, well, if you're shaking it with ice, then it would oh lower the temperature. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're talking about like the air conditioner, right? We're like ah, turn the air conditioner down. And you're like why why is it forty degrees in here? Well, I turned it down. Like no, I mean like you know turn it up. Like Make the temperature higher. Like, don't have it be as powerful. And don't have it be as strong and cold. Turn, turn it, turn it up. So you I've never had down. a
0: martini. <laughs> All right, whatever. Okay. No, I don't like olives. So you don't need an um, olive.
1: Okay. A cucumber cucumber, a gher- gherkin, <laughs>
0: gherkin. I think I've probably had like a chocolate martini or some other like I don't know, lame drink like that. Yeah, lame before I fix, before I switch to more refined cocktails. Um, anyway, that's your Dan Harmon social media minute. Thank you, Dan, for posting. If you want to follow Dan, uh, go out to Instagram. That's that's the only place he posts. Um, that is it for semi-pertinent news for this week. Uh, yeah, hope hope you enjoyed it. It is now time for us to talk about, um, I think, I think the last episode of season six in a segment we like to call the main thing.
1: Oh, I didn't update the song. Huh. But so we get another round with this song. Uh yeah. For the main thing, baby. Oh yeah, here we go. Grass is green in the city when you put water on it. <laughs> Spe- specifically.
0: <laughs> uh uh. Uh, Near spit take on this episode of Interdimensional RSS. Uh, That's right. It's the main thing. Season six, episode 10, the season finale, Rictional Mort Boone's Rickmas Mortcation. That's a (laughs) a mouthful. Uh uh Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. Episode, it came out yesterday, 11th of December, 2022, written by Scott Martyr. directed by Kyunghee Lim, a guest starring, of course, Keith David and a, and a handful of other folks. I'm sorry. I thought I think I thought, saw Ritchinsky in there. But anyway, Arbonopsis. It's ours. I'm owning it. Adult Swim owns us money. As long as they don't say that they own it, we own it. Merry Rickmas, bruh.
0: That's right. Merry Rickmas, bruh. Uh, I figured out where I can find those now on my own. So I I no longer need to go to the Internet. They're literally in the episodes that I download. So (laughs) really handy. Anyway, our synopsis, uh, Rick ruins Christmas again. And we learned a powerful lesson about love. Um, (laughs) So there you go. Uh, Obviously, the title reference uh, to the classic Christmas comedy, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, a staple in plenty of households this time of year. Is it a staple in your household, Brandon?
1: it it is, it is a staple in, in, in our house.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah.
1: Um, so much like uh, we, when we used to make mixed tapes and mix CDs, uh, my, my wife she put uh, the quote when, when Clark Griswold is, is uh, found out he's not going to get a bonus, and he's like getting drunk on, on the eggnog. It's like, "Hey, I got something for you." <laughs> uh, and at the very end, he's like, "Holy shit, I have a headache." Where's the, di- where's, where's the dialogue?
0: Where's the dialogue? Yeah. Uh, this was the first year watching Christmas Vacation where I, uh, my my public opinion of not even my public opinion, but the general public opinion uh, of Chevy Chase as a person mm-hmm. affected my enjoyment of that film. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I, I let that go. I had some eggnog. And then, uh, and then, just enjoyed the movie again. <laughs> um, so, so there you go. Uh, Christmas vacation, a classic. Uh, also, for some reason, Raising Canes is like a bunch of themed uh, Christmas vacation stuff. You can buy like plushes and stuff. Weird. Anyway, we're going to talk about this episode, a Christmas episode once again. Very timely. I would say possibly the most timely of Christmas episodes uh, in Rick and Morty history. Uh, only 2 weeks ahead of the actual holiday um i don't know what 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 do you think brandon when you when you initially watched this episode
1: well i was excited for for there to be a christmas episode maybe excited is is very strong i wouldn't say I'll, oh
0: you're my so God. pumped oh. you're like yay christmas it was
1: more so oh, cool it's it's christmas oh it's the finale what is going what what should i expect coming out of the finale should i should i expect anything that's gonna blow my mind. Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be a season finale that like leads us into like, oh my, what's gonna happen next? Or is it gonna be more of a ho hum finale? That was kind of what a I ho, was. Ho 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 hum finale. <laughs> I can't even I can't even take that away from you, Travis, <laughs> because this is the spirit of giving, and <laughs> you have to give it to me. And we've learned something about love. <laughs> um shit uh <laughs> yeah that was good that was good 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 so that's kind of what i what I thought going in going into it um i was at a dolphins chargers game last night and yeah you my, were my my watch of the episode was a little bit delayed so i didn't actually watch it until uh i got home stopped crying about how the dolphins did and it was like probably like eleven forty five or something the first time i watched it um and and i was I enjoyed it, um. But I, have, but I have thoughts, and I think we're going to talk about those thoughts in a minute. No, but, not not in this episode. What we're about, not going to talk about our thoughts at all. Ho
0: ho ho! Um. Ho ho hum. What What about you? What about you? Um, I woke up as as I explained in the uh, Twitch pre show. Uh, <laughs> to a message from you. I get it. Damn it. <laughs> I get it. I was running late. Uh, I got a message from you saying that like. It wasn't necessarily your favorite or... Um, what was the message exactly? You were something like...
1: This is the worst episode uh, of the season. Fuck, or Oh, <laughs>
0: unsubscribe, let's cancel the podcast, I think is what you said. I did say that. Um, you said, I don't think I'm a huge fan of that finale. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing I saw when I woke up because immediately as soon as I opened my eyes, uh, before my feet hit the floor, I immediately open up my messaging app to see if Brandon's texting me overnight. <laughs> um, and, and then and then uh yeah, the the episode was available on iTunes at like 2 a.m. So I download the episode, but I'm already coming into it with uh tempered expectations, right? I was uh looking at your comment, I was like, okay, maybe maybe this finale falls flat a little bit. Maybe, maybe it isn't very good. And Honestly, I, I thought like the episode was all right, but I did feel like the pacing was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lack of a cold open for me was a little bit jarring because initially I turned on the episode while I was like getting ready for work. and I was like, I'll just watch the full cold open and then no. I'll, I'll go to work. And then like 12 minutes into the episode, I'm like, when? When are they going to do the theme song? and I was like oh shoot I should I should probably start my commute uh before I'm late for work um but yeah no I I so I watched like the first half of it and then I watched it like twice over lunch and overall I thought like it was a decent episode but a lot of it just didn't feel like a finale I felt like it was a it was a it was a it was an all right episode it was a good episode stuff that was in it was was good I liked a lot of the Star Wars stuff Um, honestly, I feel like they're, they're going to the, the Keith David, like president well, a little too often now. Like, like I, I'm, I don't know. I, I'd like to see a different antagonist from time to time, I think, but, uh, I mean, he's great. Uh, but
1: we're not to that section yet where we just talk shit about this episode. Yeah. That's sorry. I mean spoilers. it's great
0: it's a great episode <laughs> let me scroll down in the show notes uh, let's talk about themes from this episode
1: uh real real quick yeah no i'm 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 right there with i'm right there with you uh yeah, yeah yeah so you know a part of a part of this this episode it is, is i guess we should talk about last episode with uh uh Rick and King mortar's Mort where yes. The whole thing is Rick tells Morty not to take the sword, Morty takes the sword uh insults Rick, and then Rick comes back and he's like ah twenty two percent uh mm-hmm. nicer or whatever and and all the viewers, for the most part i guess i'll say all i will say all definitively
0: universally were like because you're scouring that subreddit and nobody said anything to the contrary.
1: <laughs> everyone was like where's the where's the other shoe gonna drop?" Where's the twist? Where where is he, he going to become an asshole, right? And and you and I had this discussion on on the last episode too, um, being like, I, I maybe one of us said that like, if the if it would feel weird if if that son episode was a standalone episode, but then there was a twist later where where Rick turns into an asshole again, um, and so that's where we come into this episode now where it turns out that Rick, it was a robot the entire time yeah, and he's filling in yeah. for, for the real Rick. Uh, so well, I can talk about my, my, I guess kind of, I won't say gripes, but uh disappointment with that in a little bit, but that is kind of what drives a lot of the, uh, <laughs> well, the B plot, I guess with, with the robo Rick <laughs> having, having trouble, uh, conflicted having to lie about being a robot
0: but really
1: really loving the family and wanting it all to end
0: (laughs) i i that honestly that arc was probably one of my favorite things about this episode is how much that version of rick the the robot version who has one thing that he really can't do which is tell the family outright that he's a robot he has to adamantly deny that He can, he can literally construct family games to try and hint at it. Um, But uh, I don't know, sort of that like existential suffering um, that we've seen played out at other times. I think, I think of like tiny Rick when, uh, when, when he's, you know, Rick is trapped in this teenage body and he's trying to get out of it. Right. I even think of like Butterbot, right. Just like sort of like this, like, oh my God, like, is this, is this my only purpose? Uh, but obviously, a much more robust uh, Android in, in in this robot Rick. It it, it felt like, and, and you and you talk about the last episode when Rick was being super nice in that episode. It almost felt like it was it was a continued progression of things that we had seen throughout the course of the the season. Rick is going to therapy. He is learning more about himself. He's coming to terms with some of his failures. So then you have right after that, an episode where Rick, maybe his eyes are open to the fact that Morty is growing apart from him and suddenly feels like I need to make a change so that I can better connect with my grandson. And then immediately in the next episode, we discover, no, that's not genuine uh Rick just created a robot that lied about being a robot and yeah there we go um also you are apparently inviting me uh to play games on steam uh, so so that's happening right now um maybe maybe well, our our kids are trying to play together uh anyway um yeah so i i don't know i really liked how how genuine the robot felt and even in later parts of the episode when they when they bring him back i just really liked that robot version of rick uh even though it is not a genuine version of rick yeah uh, from from what we get down on level 10 of the sub basements
1: and and to that that point the 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 rick felt genuine and like but it was a but it was a robot that at the end of the episode they made a he the robo rick made a point to say I was created specifically to take take care of you, to make you feel loved. So everything I did was essentially Rick's doing. Um yeah. and and I I felt that that was a way to be like, see, look, Rick still cares. He just he's just kind of in a gruff mode. Um I didn't I didn't fully get that. I didn't fully necessarily feel that. I felt like it was like a they the line tossed in to make us be like, oh, no, let's let's forgive Rick for being an asshole uh, randomly. Yeah, Um, because it's like AI art, Travis. Here's the thing. You know, if I put a prompt into a thing like I'm not really creating the art, am I? I'm just I, I'm putting a prompt in there. I can, you know, yeah, it's, it's OK. OK, Here. Sure. Anyway,
0: yeah, I, I guess that works. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I I. I. I did like, and uh, um, Peace Among Rick's talking about this in the chat, that uh, they first thought they were going to say that Robot Rick was Rick for, like, the majority of the season mm-hmm. or something, right? And if and if they had done that, I feel like that would have invalidated even more of that growth and development that we saw in the character of Rick. The fact that he's only been a robot for about an episode, a couple of months in Showtime, right? Um, I, I think I'm willing to give a pass on that. I'm, I'm willing to say, okay, this is, uh, a a knee jerk reaction from Rick where he felt offended and he kind of like backslid into, let me just focus on myself and on hunting Rick prime. And let me just make a robot version of myself to, to make Morty feel better about our relationship. The fact that they only really did that for about an episodes worth of time, um, it's it's forgivable. It's fine. I'm I'm willing to to let that that be the case. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm glad it wasn't like oh, it's been somebody else the entire season.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I I agree with that. I, I'm glad. I'm glad it was the the one episode. Um, putting that out there in in honey is watching in the twitch chat uh, talk, talking about that as well like last episode was way sudden exponential character growth so it makes sense yeah. in retrospect uh, since that felt unearned and we had the, co- the conversation last episode too about same thing with you you're like uh, it seemed like a, a, a massive jump like when uh, the uh, robo rick is saying to him like oh you know who knew that giving uh, nukes to the amish would end up this way this feel." No, this is our crisis we got to take care of it all that type of stuff and you felt that that was unnatural and kind of uh shoehorned in yeah i i for that reason i'm glad that it was just the one episode um i i just i think what kind of throws me off is there there was there was character growth uh throughout the season um we don't hear anything really about Rick prime or any of that search stuff until this episode. And in this episode, Rick has been locked away in his bunker (laughs) on level 10 in his, just his boxer shorts unshaven for however long he's, he's been. And so it made it seem like he's been in there a lot longer, like an entire season's worth of time. So there's, there's there's almost like for me uh, a little bit of a mental disconnect with it seems like he's been in there for a really long time but it's only really been between this episode and the last episode and so it it doesn't it feels like that season those two episodes are disconnected from the rest of the season before it uh, because of that
0: yeah and if you watch like the inside of the episode Scott Martyr talks a little bit about. Wanting to interweave everything that's happened in the season and bring those ideas of Rick Prime from the beginning of the season into this finale and sort of do it in a way that shows that even though Rick has really been able to focus more on the family throughout the season and on himself, that that initial drive that that has kind of driven Rick into all of his adventures uh, ever since he lost his family. Uh, that hasn't really gone away, and even if it's taken place in the background, uh, it's it's still going on, and it's it's something that Rick hasn't been able to shake. Um, and and I do think that's the important thing within this episode is that Rick is not uh, going to be taking on that challenge by himself anymore. He he hasn't he hasn't been able to do that successfully. Um, so welcoming Morty into that you know, pursuit of, of Rick prime uh, almost as like a partner um, to me, I feel like is the best tie to last season's finale in terms of, of trying to, to grow that partnership between um, Rick and Morty. I, I, what, what I, I struggle with is the rest of season six didn't seem to be building towards that. It, uh, It almost felt like they were growing further apart in season six, there are a lot of episodes to include uh, the previous episode where they had to make a freaking robot, right. To, to get along with Morty, where it seemed like they weren't getting along as well, or they weren't, they weren't the same duo that you had in, in earlier seasons. So um, I'm hopeful that maybe this is a turn that can then uh, create that sort of dynamic duo in, in Rick and Morty, but you know, time will tell.
1: Yeah. 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 I, you know, it, Okay, yeah, I have I have this thought. It's not explicitly tied to that, but the the crux of him turning to developing a robot to to love the family was the whole Morty not listening to him and and, and insulting him. Right? There's almost to me it's going back to the end of the Pissmaster episode when like the whole family is is after him and giving him shit. Like that almost feels like that's the turning point where like that's when he's like, okay, let me I'm going to focus now on on this hunt for Rick Prime. Now here's a robot to take care of all the family because I do care about him, but I'm not going to deal with this, (laughs) this emotional bullshit with them right now. I can't. I got to focus on this like that. That seems more of a catalyst than 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 Morty, who has insulted Rick before in the past, like worse, worse than that. Uh,
0: but in the past, he just you know made a vat of acid or
1: something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true that, true that.
0: Um, or would, or would just mind blowers like <laughs> take take the take the idea away. Yeah. Um. He's growing. He's becoming different. <laughs> uh.
1: Okay. But so this the so the Rick Prime stuff, the hunt for Rick Prime. Okay. The fact is, it is it is here now at the forefront again. Well, not even. Uh,
0: It was at least maybe a a season premiere. We'll see
1: (laughs) at at least, at least there's all those dots on the screen, not from where he's been, but where he is. Yeah. Uh, Get talk, talk to me about your thoughts on, on that line and what you think it means going to the next season.
0: I committed very few brain cells to, to, to trying to deal with that. Like the, the, the fact that he exists, he's in multiple locations at once. Um, okay did, did he clone himself did he um i mean he is if not the richest rick uh he is he is definitely one of the og ricks right so he's definitely capable of 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 doing a lot of pretty impressive stuff and even if they started over in the, in their original dimensions um he's had a whole season rick prime has to build up his defenses again and you know, sort of, uh, allude, uh, the Rick who's, whose family he destroyed. So, um, I, I'm curious how they, they choose to play that out in the next season, but uh, I'm not sure. I, and honestly, I'm, I'm giving the writers and, and, and the entire crew a little bit of leeway to be like, cool. You put a bunch of dots on the screen. Maybe we'll figure out what that means. Maybe we won't. I, <laughs> we'll see.
1: We, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. What
0: did you think? What did you think when you saw those dots?
1: I thought I was confused by the line. It's it's where he is. Like, really? Is, did he, did he put a little bit of DNA in, in all of those spots? Is he, is he cloning himself? What is he, what is he doing? Who, who knows? Who knows? That was, that was my who knows? thought. Um, yeah. yeah, the, there was a thought I had about the Rick prime stuff. Yeah, um, I saw. I I it's not an original thought. I saw somebody post about it on on Reddit, which is Rick when he's talking to Morty and the uh, and the whole backstab conversation. Rick says, you know, you, that's when you let somebody in, they they back they backstab you and then they kill your family. Um. So the question is, and the thought is that he's searching for Rick Prime. They're talking about him being betrayed and then his family getting killed. Uh, Does that imply that they were partners in some way, shape or form, you know, like partners in crime, perhaps we know that the, the whole portal travel thing was a thing that uh, like in his, his memory in season three.
0: Yeah. And we were given very little context to what happens before that interaction with Rick prime. So we don't necessarily know that that's their first interaction um it, i mean it could have been i think we, we all assume it is but uh yeah it, i mean there could there could be more to it, it they could have had some sort of partnership or, or collaboration beforehand um or it's just another throwaway line right yeah. or or like or it's a line for you know morty where he's he's let morty in and then um and and he loses his whole family because of Morty. That doesn't make sense. Anyway,
1: moving on, (laughs) (laughs) moving on. Look, we're, we're talking about robots. We're talking about different Ricks. We're talking about tricks. No, we're not talking about Halloween. It's not a Halloween episode. No, it's this, it's Christmas, a Christmas entire season centered around Mary Mary Chrysler (laughs) tricking your kids into thinking that some other person is giving them all the gifts. Uh, And tricking them, and and eventually Saint Rickless, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Christmas and tricking people into loving you. Whoa, well, what are your what are your thoughts on on that?
0: You think I don't know? Well, I mean, you we we have a, we have a section in the show notes for themes, and and really like outside of a tortured robotic Rick, <laughs> Rick and Morty growing apart, and the hunt for Rick Prime. Um, that and a perfectly vertical lightsaber uh, really there were a lot of Christmas themes and, um, I don't know, sort of that idea of like being, being the type of person that your family will love, right? (laughs) Like, um, when you're in a family gathering or things like that, like, yeah, like appeasing your family and, and tricking them into loving you. So, so to speak that there's this version of Rick that, is getting way more love than Rick normally gets in that environment. Like he's, he's in the center of multiple group hugs in this episode. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just really um, like it's, it's sweet in the moments. And then you're like, well, that's not really Rick. And like, that's not how Rick would really behave. Does the family really love Rick for Rick? Like, or do they just love this version of Rick? I don't
1: know. That's that hurts. Sad. That's sad. <laughs> That's depressing. Yeah. Which is Merry Christmas, everyone. Which which is why enjoy the,
0: spending time with your family.
1: It's a wonderful life. Uh, it's a wonderful. Life. It was a Miracle
0: on 34th Street. Isn't I know.
1: No, I'm saying is. it's a wonderful life. Is a very depressing. Is it is it is, it, is it? is it? is that even a Christmas? It's barely a Christmas movie. It's a wonderful yeah, life. I is tend to lef- watch
0: it during Christmas. Uh, movies I haven't watched yet this season. Uh, Christmas hard. movies, anyway. Uh, it's a wonderful life die hard and uh another grinch stole christmas i I, I don't think i've watched any of those yet
1: violent night good good christmas violent
0: violent night and the adult swim yule log available on hbo max (laughs) uh real real quick we keep
1: saying the hunt for rick prime um this is just an aside it's not a theme it's not a discussion but i think a great episode title would be the hunt for rick prime tober
0: yeah, Scott. Scott Marter. That that one's free. Use it. It's free. we will take a we'll take a very very light writing credit in in the post <laughs> post episode credits.
1: I don't even ah. need to be part of the union, right? I don't want to, I don't want that. I just Mm-mm. just even nope. if somebody's getting murdered, you know, put us Hunt put us in the Rick show.
0: Prime Tober. Uh he's he's in a submarine in this one, bro. <laughs>
1: All right. All right. Let's 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 go in to talk about our favorite bits. A uh, little bit. A little bits. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Miracle on 34th Street stuff. Like, uh, uh, Even this is getting old for me.
0: <laughs> Miracle on 37th Street. That- you know what's weird is I randomly watched most of Miracle on 34th Street this weekend. Like on Saturday. Oh. So I was like, oh. Oh, that's. Yeah, no, that's definitely a Christmas movie. Um, but this is done so well in the classic interdimensional cable sort of way where it's, it has no, I, I honestly feel like if they had, if Justin Roiland had never seen Miracle on 34th street and they're like, all right, Justin, just whatever you think the movie's about, you just riff on that for a few (laughs) minutes and go. And he's like, streets, we love miracles in streets in New York. And he's got like a weird sort of accent, (laughs) like an old timey accent. (laughs) I
1: mean, it's I I've never seen Miracle on 34th Street, but isn't it basically like like Santa gets arrested or something and he's like going to court or something?
0: Uh, So something like that. (laughs) The movie starts with a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade and the Santa who's supposed to be in the parade is trashed so drunk and there's another guy who looks like Santa who's like you're drunk you can't be in this parade you're going to disappoint all the kids well that guy turns out to be the real Santa Claus um, and he gets hired by Macy's to be like the in-store Santa and the whole time he like is adamant that he is you know Kris Kringle and he is the real Santa and the the, the movie ends with a courtroom like trial uh, where they are trying to prove that he is the real Santa Claus. And uh, thanks to spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen Miracle on (laughs) 34th street, thanks to the United States postal service, a, a, a federally recognized organization. Uh, they, the post office had delivered all of the letters to Santa Claus to him. And so that was, that was legitimate evidence that the united a branch of the united states government recognized this individual as santa claus and therefore he is in fact santa claus
1: and that was that was the miracle
0: miracle the miracle <laughs> of the united states <laughs> legal system
1: oh i wonder i wonder if the postal service got funding from that and that's why they're they're having funding lows now is they're like ah
0: all that 34th Street money is drying I gotta do a two hour extended cut version to, to get the, <laughs> the prices up. Oh. And we'll, then they're like, we'll put it on Amazon Prime. And they're like, no. No. All right. All oh, right. That's right. no, 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 great. Enough I love that bit. It's one of my movies. favorite bits. It's favorite bits.
1: <laughs> uh, you put here Garage Fruit Ninja. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because when he's in the authorized Jedi Zone, that is the garage. Uh and he was looking for something to hit. Uh, of course Rick comes through with a cart of fruit, and the only thing I could think of was Fruit Ninja. It just it just looked like the old uh cell phone game Fruit Ninja that we all played before we knew any better.
1: It did. Or you go to Chuck E. Cheese and they've got they've got a Fruit Ninja big
0: screen too that you yeah, can have now- there. All the all the classic apps that we used to play on our phones in like the mid two thousands are now giant arcade games okay. yeah. like Dave and Buster's.
1: Yeah, Flappy Bird is is there? I mean, come on,
0: you know, come on. Flappy Bird, Crossy Road. Oh yeah, Crossy Road. Um, yeah, uh, Doodle Jump. It's all it's all there. Oh yeah, it's all there. <laughs> okay. Ooh, you got an exhaustive
1: list of all the the game apps now arcade machines right uh, um there was so there was a lot of st- we didn't really talk about this in the theme, but I th- probably should have, which is all of the star Wars stuff i mean it was it was packed to the brim with Star Wars stuff with lines yes. with references um and and a big piece of that was of course that Morty's gift that he wanted for a forever was an actual lightsaber uh which led us to the the catalyst for the whole episode, which is that that thing, landing perfectly vertical, uh, going straight down, which is which is I guess a conversation, a philosophical conversation that people have had in the past. Uh, people in subreddit mentioning like, oh yeah, we talked about this the other day. What happens if a lightsaber goes perfectly vertical? Which is always strange to me. I'm like, I can't even get like a pencil to stand up, like this this thing is flat on the bottom i have a hard time you know making it go perfectly vertical
0: and they've dropped plenty of lightsabers in the movies <laughs> right and 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 in the animated features but i this this to me feels like an argument that took place probably in the writers room uh but could have easily happened in a room full of 20-year-old software developers because i will tell you i have heard <laughs> some of the most ridiculous arguments ever in my life in a room full of 20-something-year-old software developers. But this idea that a perfectly vertical lightsaber would just cut through anything below it and just continue to go all the way, they're like, yeah, we should just put that as a thing in the episode. <laughs> um, it It's silly, it was kind of funny at times. Um, the payoff was interesting when they did it the first time. I was like, okay. When they did it the second time, I was like, all right, come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> like when it happens to the president, I was like, all right, like, sure. I but I think that ridiculousness of it was was part of the uh, I don't know sort of the humor that they were going for. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, uh, which which going back it the president is saying like what what are lights what are lightsabers powered by and his aide yeah. is like kyber crystals oh. kyber crystals <laughs> did you did
0: you And say- what does the president say? Nerd right after that. <laughs> I printed these on my 3D printer on Saturday. Yeah. I printed kyber crystals on Saturday and then they get mentioned in the episode the next day.
1: I'm I'm saying dude, yeah, like uh, I I I just remember like when they said Kyber Crystals, I was like, did he, did he print those out before he saw the episode? Or after he saw the episode? Sure yeah. Enough.
0: I was a super nerd, and I sent you a picture and said, the strongest stars have hearts of Kyber. <laughs> That's
1: right. Nerd. Uh, Zatchmo here mentioning something I wanted to mention, which is, in canon, lightsabers turn off if you drop them. Which I think is why uh, like force throws, the you know, the force throws of the lightsaber are, are interesting because the, the forced user is actually holding the button down with the force. That's why it stays lit the entire time. So Morty dropping the lightsaber perfectly vertical, it would have turned off right away. That's why when people drop their Episode lightsabers broken. in the movies... They they don't, they don't just sit there and like just <sauveété>
0: <laughs> <fingertips laughs> bouncing around on the yeah. floor. Anyways, uh, inaccurate, Crystals. inaccurate. Gen X. um, another, another favorite bit. And we mentioned it earlier is the, are you a robot game? Um, if you've ever played, <laughs> um, I don't know any sort of like secret Hitler or yeah, like, mafia type game or a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it totally made me think of those games. Uh, only if you're playing, are you a robot? With an actual robot, uh, I I don't know. I loved it. I loved the clues that he was giving. And uh, uh, what's your skeleton made out of? Titanium. You're a robot. robot.
1: Yes. No. <laughs> or, or, or no. Or no.
0: What he says. No. No. Is what I would have to say. Uh, if I, even if I was a robot,
1: that that scene on rewatch is it, It's fun every single time you watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really good
1: uh yeah so honey watching in the in the chat mentioning their favorite line one of the, uh i'm not touching that thing i'll get neurotypical cooties uh which brings us to your favorite bit too is i have son-in-law's more imaginative uh <laughs> yeah
0: i i just i just like that rick manages to insult jerry even if jerry's not around <laughs> yeah for sure yeah just as easy go-to all the time
1: i in in a in a butter robot-esque way the ai lightsaber the vertisaber to uh, talking back to, to rick the entire time
0: yeah like am i expected to to respond every time
1: <laughs> i control you oh i'll turn my brain oh. off then have fun right. bye. <laughs> bye bye
0: yeah and then he ends up in italy that's more. <laughs> um yeah, I I did again back to the the Star Wars stuff, the Star Wars nerd cave that exists in the White House, um just behind the uh Oval Office. Um lots lots of cool stuff, a little cantina, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. some some droids. I I did have an issue with some of the droids, like I thought uh the the droid with lightsabers for eyes <laughs> was was pretty uh, <laughs> was pretty silly. Um but uh, the the lightsaber Gatlin gun was uh <laughs> was a nice touch.
1: It was was a was a silly nice touch. Um the I don't know how I, No, you know, what, I'll I'll save it for the next bit. Uh the the best and worst parts. We'll just go into the the Mr. Rooped, the Mr. Ripped Poopy Butthole uh, ending tag. Uh yeah. good to, good to see little Poopy Pants back. Uh, you know, doing doing squats.
0: I genuinely forget about this being a part of the show right up until the end of the season every year. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Mr. Poopy Butthole. And uh, I like that he was like watching the episode on like an exercise bike and on what looked like a Hulu streaming service or something <laughs> or like or like HBO Max or something. Um, did we do we? Yeah.
1: Do we make a bet at the beginning of the season that we would see him or not? I feel like I that was I feel like that was a thing
0: help us out unity let us let, keep us honest did we make a bet about seeing an old poopy superstar
1: and we won uh, i'm sure i'm sure yeah we won
0: <laughs> yeah poor guy um i did think uh his personal trainer looked an awful lot like Dan's uh the personal, personal trainer that dan harman was working with for a long time um so that may have been a nod to uh the real world per- personal trainer in, in dan Harmon's life um but yeah i'm 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 still hoping that yeah, you know, he and Amy can can work things out, and they can get that little poopy family uh, back together before the end of I don't know season ten or something.
1: <laughs> it's right around the corner. We're we're almost there.
0: Anytime, anytime.
1: Well, let's talk about our best and worst parts, and it's up to uh, you, the listener viewer, to guess which is which uh, before yeah. we actually say what it is. Oh, hey, yeah. the president is back.
0: <laughs> there he is, his Blackhawks on the the front lawn. Um, yeah, it, you know, there he is again. It, I love, can we have can we have holiday episodes without the president? Maybe. I love I love
1: Keith David, but maybe maybe that's the gag is that that he is the the holiday special character. Um, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I I guess I didn't have a problem with with, with him being there, um, but. I I, more so the like the commentary about Star Wars fandom, like he was being an asshole.
0: He's a bitter (laughs) Gen Xer when it comes to Star Wars.
1: And maybe and maybe with all like the other Star Wars stuff that was going on, it felt it felt a little still a little too raw. You know, like. I, I me. I at my at my parents house there was a box of toys and uh from from my from my uncle who's a little bit older than me he passed away but he he ha- always had these star wars toys uh and so my my son was over there yesterday hanging out with the grandparents and they came down they found that box of star wars toys and then it was like like the robot from empire strikes back the one that's like healing luke there's like a little jawa uh there was like an old Is it like people. the original
0: like og like yeah. 70s 80s like Toys or like the lightsaber went in their arm and you yeah. like slid it out. Okay, those yeah. are awesome. Yeah, my uncle had a bunch of those and I remember playing with those as a kid.
1: So 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 yeah. cool. And like we played with them as a kid. We watched the the original trilogy. Even when like the 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 prequel trilogy came out, like wasn't my favorite, but it's still Star Wars and I still enjoyed it. And then the, the new trilogy came out, and all all of that stuff. And then like something soured in the, in the last fifteen years or whatever. And it just, you know, to hear Keith David, the president, talk in those ways and like to be that negative about it, I was like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, uh, Star Wars, uh, stress disorder or whatever I, I,
0: I do think it's interesting though, the post trilogy stress themes... disorder.
1: There you go, PTSD. Boom. <laughs>
0: Where. where the the president is crapping on Star Wars and making fun of the fandom. And then ultimately, he wants to get that lightsaber for himself. And as soon as he's alone, he puts a bowl on his head and starts playing with the lightsaber, which I think is kind of telling a little bit of Star Wars fandom, where it's like, we can can hate on Star Wars all we want and, and disagree with creative choices. But deep down, there's a part of us that's like, yeah, I know that's still awesome. And if I had a lightsaber, I'd totally swing it around and um, hope it doesn't land vertically, perfectly vertically. <laughs> here,
1: here, here's, a, here's a question for you, Travis. This is, this is something that I had questions about after the first rewatch and a half, which is the president helps Morty get this lightsaber from going into the core of Earth and destroying everything. And then they get back to level ground. And then he takes the lightsaber away from Morty. He's like, I got it. And then he rallies the, the, the crew and they all leave that, that place. Right. Um, and then we see the, the cave, the nerd cave. And all now he has all of these lights, like so many different lightsabers, lightsaber guns, lightsaber, I robot lightsaber droids. And so the, my question is what, <laughs> like he, he already has the technology for lightsabers. Why? Yeah. Like, does that, does that lessen the effect of the, the pre- like, why did the president do it? If he has all these lightsabers already.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I really, I like, I don't. <laughs> it's just, yep. I, I, th- I think it was a way of just building on the arc and being like, oh, early on yeah, the president hates Star Wars to ultimately finding out, no, he's a huge, literal, like, closet Star Wars fan with this huge hidden room full of of Star Wars memorabilia and stuff like that, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess it's like, I guess it's like cubic zirconia versus an actual diamond. You're like, okay, that's great. A fake diamond, fantastic. But it's not a real kyber crystal. But kyber crystals... They they power lightsabers, and if right. the president has lightsabers, clearly they're powered by kyber crystals. Where did he get that kyber crystal?
0: You know, this is this is where our From the stars with the strongest hearts, Brandon.
1: <laughs> uh, so um, who's that? Uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he, he's he's got he's got a huge heart. Uh, Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan yeah. Fraser. Anyways, strongest okay. hearts.
0: Strongest hearts. Uh, no cold open threw me off. I mentioned this earlier, um, but I I don't know. I I I think the episode at, upon rewatch, knowing there was no cold open, I was like, all right, yeah, fine. Well, we'll just roll with this. Go go for it. Um, I also never watched the like, commercials or anything like that because uh, I just have the the, the uncensored version. Um, so yeah, it's. It just the pacing was different in this episode, but it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, The end of season Rick freak out callback. I
0: I know this is a part that you loved in like the original episode. And then when it's been repeated in other finales, how did you feel about it this time?
1: Oh man. (laughs) I, I feel bad. I feel bad, Travis, because I feel like generally I've been a negative Nancy in this episode. Talked about this episode, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I feel bad about it because I try, I try to be positive, try, to, um, but then it got, then it got, it got. First, there was the twist. We talked about that. I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of of that because it felt very, very forced and a very like it didn't. It didn't uh, stick with it as, as long as I felt it should stick with it to to transition me from being like, oh, okay, he's been doing that, he felt betrayed, and now he's he's something's gonna they're gonna rectify them uh, their their relationship, and then he's like, you, the robots right, uh, I should have talked to you about my shit, and then he's like, do you want to help? And then it shows Morty's face, and then Morty, it cuts to they're down in the cave, they're looking at the thing. Morty talks about Rick Prime. And then uh, Rick says the whole thing like, oh, you're joining me. And then he goes do does that crazy Rick thing. Because all of that felt undeveloped, it seemed very uh, rushed. I would say I would say I would say rushed where like I, I like the manic stuff, but there was I don't know. It felt forced, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it, it just it didn't feel as uh and maybe it's just like the way it was drawn or 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 what but it didn't feel as manic mm. as as some of those previous versions of it to where it just
1: like in your like, like in your in the camera like very zoomed in on on Rick and then zoomed in on Morty as he's like oh, it it was yeah. like the the shot was like uh, more of a mid shot where like you could see a lot of the background you could see a lot of the yeah. foreground even
0: yeah um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, as it was starting to happen, I was like, all right, like, here we go. This is okay. They're doing it again. And then like, by the end I it was like, okay, cool. Yeah. They did it again.
1: Yeah. Like, and I said it, and I said it felt rushed, but it also didn't feel like it was long enough. That, yeah, that, yeah. that was, that was the other bit too. Like it seemed like, oh, okay, here it is. But then it was a uh, timing wise. <laughs> like part of the 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 manic aspect of it is is into the credits it's like fading out and you still hear brick doing that like ah,
0: that's my arc. hundred years right.
1: and and this time it was it stopped it stopped
0: far earlier than than we expected
1: and maybe that's the thing for time but anyway i've been i've been negative i'm done talking <laughs> I'm done
0: yeah it's a great episode it's great um it's great. overall it was, it was I, okay. I do think Not my favorite like this was a. what were you saying
1: um, it's it was okay. It's not my
0: favorite. It was okay. It was okay. Uh, I do think this was a good season overall, and um, I, I, I just I think the last season finale was so over the top, like incredible that it's it you can't you can't do that every season. You can't can't be at that same level every season. So you can. I I am I am incredibly hopeful that this finale does set up some sort of throughout the next season pursuit of Rick prime. And there's some, some adventures where Morty and Rick go out together uh, in, in search of trying to, to find uh, this, this Rick. And um, again, like, like Rick said, not in every episode and sometimes it'll only be mentioned or things like that, but I, I, it's, it's something I would, I would hope to see. So, uh, you know, we'll see whenever they decide to give us another season. Um, but we, we will take take a breath, right. And then, and then come back and, and look at the season as a whole, um, in, in another episode to kind of do an entire recap of the season and, 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 and see how we feel now that now that all the episodes have, have been released.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we still have, we still have an episode to talk about the entirety of season six. And, and I guarantee that is going to be a fun, happy, joyful discussion with yeah. zero negativity. Where we like
0: everything and we have no criticisms whatsoever. <laughs> no criticism. I did like the episode. I did, I just, yeah. I, I have some feedback. It's just... <laughs> I have notes. I have notes.
1: Guys. I have no, You know, in, in what, maybe we'll talk about it in the, the season six discussion, but it was a good episode to top off a good season, but I yeah. wouldn't put this episode in the, at the top of the episode list of the season. Sure. Does
0: that, yeah. that, that worked.
1: If, yeah, if okay. for I comparison's could. sake, you know, it it's the worst episode of, of the last you know ten years. For comparisons. No, I'm joking. Uh slut dragon. Okay. listeners suggestions and short outs, here we go. Damn. Uh first of all, everybody in in the Twitch chat just, just chatting it up. Ch- Twitch chatting it up. Uh thank so you much chat. Thank you all. Zajmihan is watching, peace among ricks. Uh five long years was in there a little bit ago. I'm I know I'm missing people. Uh, We
0: had uh what did we have a new subscriber earlier? Rar one. Rar one. Rar one subscribing for another three months. Thank you so much for, for subscribing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Internet still sucks. Sorry, I just saw that I'm I'm glitching. Uh over on over on Twitter, shout out to Chase Botwin who uh tagged us in a in a post. Uh you heard of Elf on the Shelf, but he made a little morty morty elf for his niece
0: uh she was not impressed um yeah it's is- a cool little it's a cool little morty elf Oh, it's, oh, it's uh, really nice his actual it's,
1: kid not his niece sorry i was thinking my niece no. yeah
0: uh i made it for her a uh, kid wanted an elf on the shelf so i made this morty elf she is not having it uh but but uh, I'll, Chase, I'll take it yeah tagged us in the tweet thanks for doing that you know with that hat you kind of look like the elf a little bit um, <laughs> weird anyway thanks very nice work on the stitching
1: very very much so
0: yeah all right yeah um Uh, what else was there oh uh over on youtube corn emperor subscribing over on youtube thanks for the sub corn emperor well everybody that's our show (laughs) thank you so much uh for for listening thank you for watching uh we appreciate you and uh it's been it's been a phenomenal season and we cannot wait uh, for for what whatever is to come. Uh, thanks for following along with us uh, throughout. And until next time, I'm Travis.
1: I'm Brandon. Hopefully you can hear this song as we leave
0: the room. <laughs> thanks, everybody. See ya.